Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Hope Is Here podcast. This is episode 18 titled Jeremiah. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Jeremiah finally. Um, pretty excited about this one. You know, I, I honestly, I'm not excited because I've been planning and put a lot of work into this. Honestly, I haven't really studied like as in-depth as I wanted to in Jeremiah, but this whole day I've just had a fire for it. You know, I woke up this morning and, um, you know, just awake and ready to go. And I've been thinking about the fear of the Lord for the past, I don't know how long, but today especially, just all day, just fearing God, you know. And um, yesterday, too, I was I was at a barrel race with my girlfriend watching her race. And then my buddy and his girlfriend also came along and my dad and my brother. But anyways, that doesn't really matter. Um, but me and Bryce were standing there. And, uh, the moon was like kind of orangish reddish. It, it wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't an eclipse or anything, you know, but it was more just like a harvest moon, as you would say. And we were looking up at this orange red moon or something. I think Bryce said something I don't really remember, or it was just me looking up at it. But I remember in that moment, just stopping and just being like, God is real. Like this is, this isn't scary, but it's like, this is not something to be played with. And yes, I believe that God is, I've always believed that God is real, but it's like who he is became just so real to me, like even more real than it's ever been. It's like, this should not be played around with because that's the biggest thing that got me off track in, um, in like early time as a Christian, you know, I, oh, it's fine, whatever. I'm just going to do this. It's, it's not going to matter. I mean, I have that conviction, but I'm just going to go against it. That was like my mentality. That's what I did. And that's what caused me to fall in and out of sin so much when I was, you know, first really on fire for God. You know, it got to the point where I'd be really on fire for God, but I'd be playing the hypocrite so much that I was just, I would ask myself when I was on fire for God, I'd be like, man, I wonder when this is, I wonder when this is going to go away. I wonder when I'm going to fall again. You know, but now I don't have a problem with that. I just love Jesus so much and I know that he loves me. I love him because he first loved me. He's always loved me before the foundations of the world. He loved me. You know, that brings me to my first point in Jeremiah. Jeremiah 1 5 says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and anointed you as my prophet to the nations. So right away, we see that this man is going to be a winner. That God knew him before he was even born. And you know that this same scripture can be, can be applied to your life. I feel like so many people just walk around wondering what their purpose is. You know, and maybe they're just not wondering anymore. They're just mad that they don't have one. And, um, but really, if we turn to Jeremiah 29, and it's the verse that you see on everybody's grad cards a lot of times, you know. But we see that God loves everyone. We see that God cares for everyone. We see that God wants the best and has really cool things planned for everyone. So Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and bring you home again to your own land. You can't tell me that God doesn't love you after reading that. I mean, God has amazing things for you. You have purpose in your life, man. 
There's things that God has for you that you can chase after. There's goals that are inspired by Him that are put in your heart. Those desires in your heart, deep down in there, they're there for a reason. They've been put there by God as long as they're holy with God. You know, if it's desires to do sin, that's not put there by God. That's put there by the devil. You know, but if you have holy desires that don't, you know, aren't sinful, that's that's put there by God, man. He loves you so much. You know, he loves everyone so much. Even if you're not a Christian, even if you're not saved, he is still implanted part of himself in that person. You know, because there's gifts of the Father, there's gifts of the Son, and there's gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I took a class on this, and it was really interesting. And I have all the notes, and I would love to look back at them. But the gifts of the Father are the only gifts that everyone has, believer or non-believer. And one of them that I think is the easy, easiest example is serving. Um, you know, serving is a gift of the Father. But you, you see non-Christians and people who don't believe in God whatsoever, you know, they love to serve and they're always smiling and they're happy, you know, and they're talking to people. You know, like, and you wonder like, man, they got to be a Christian and you go talk to them and they're not at all. That's, that's just a gift of the Father. They just don't know who it's from. If you knew who the gift was from, you'd turn to that person, you know, but Anyways, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm like pretty tired right now. So sometimes I lose my train of thought. So that's my bad. If I do, well, hopefully we get somewhat on the right track here. Otherwise, hopefully it's just all good information. But one of the themes that I see is most common throughout all the people who ever did great things for God in the Bible. You know, anyone who is a winner in the Bible, all the winners that we've gone through so far and yet to come they have all had this one thing in common, and it's that they feared God with everything they have. Um, I don't know if we talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in this podcast. Um, like, the podcast in general, like the Hope Is Your podcast. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are great examples of fearing God. You know, because all the people were called into this one place so that when um, when the instruments are played, when the horn blows... They can all bow down and worship this statue of King Nebuchadnezzar. You know, this giant statue that he made of himself. It's like almost 100 feet high. Um, I had the dimensions somewhere that I wrote down um, in Daniel 3. But um, anyway, so there's these masses of people all around this statue. And they're scared of this king because this king is not one to be played with. You know, he is scary. He is not afraid to kill people and torture people and take homes and kill the women and children and everything. I mean, he is not a nice guy. So when the king, when this king says to show up and bow, you show up and bow, right? So these three Hebrew men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, did not agree um, that they should bow down to this to this statue. I mean, that goes against the first commandment. The first commandment is have no other gods before me. And they were like... No, we're not going to break this. So instead of bowing down with everyone else, they stayed standing. And they were the outliers. Just imagine this in your head. And then the king looking out and seeing them still standing and being like, what is what is going on? Um, why are they standing? You know, kind of deal like that. So they stay standing and he confronts them about it. He confronts them and he basically says like, well... Who is the God that's going to save you from the fiery furnace if I throw you in there? And it's just such a stud response. 
um, the three Hebrew men said, Our God will deliver us from these flames. But if he doesn't, let it be known that we didn't serve you or your idol. So like they had the most utmost faith in God. And they said, if he doesn't, if he doesn't save us, let it be known that we did not bow. It's like, wow. When I read that, it just sends shivers up my spine. Oh, anyways, Jeremiah, fear of the Lord. Big thing that we're going over. He's such a winner. Now, speaking of the fear of the Lord, and I posted this on my Snapchat this morning, if you have me on Snapchat, but um, verse 27, or no, sorry, chapter 27, starting in the first few verses, it talks about how, oh, we'll read it. All right, Jeremiah 27, 1. This message came to Jeremiah from the Lord early in the reign of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah. This is what the Lord said to me. Make a yoke and fasten it on your neck with leather straps. Then send messages to the kings of Edom, Moab, Ammon, Tyre, and Sidon through their ambassadors who have come to see King Zedekiah in Jerusalem. Give them this message for their masters. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies. Well, we'll we'll stop there for now. I mean, think of that. We have we have one, two, three, four, five kings that are being represented right here in this situation, and um, the Lord says, "Fasten an ox yoke, an ox yoke to your neck." I mean, imagine that. It's like imagine walking up to kings or represent even representatives of the king. And talking to them about what the Lord of Heaven's army says. This great, awesome, majestic, powerful God. I mean, his prophet has an ox yoke around his neck. And he's talking to these people about what this God says. How believable is that? You know, I mean, all that stuff could have went through Jeremiah's head. He could have been like, ah, maybe this is God. Maybe it's not God. I don't really know. I mean, this is just foolish. It shouldn't be God. You know, all those different things. But he decided to fear God in that moment. In that moment, he could have decided not to. He could have been like, no, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. But he decided to fear God with everything he had. And he walked in there and um, talked, to the, talked to the messengers of the king. Wow. All right. So, to be completely honest with you, that's some of the big stuff that I've seen on Jeremiah. I just, God has put so strongly on my heart to just talk um, tonight and talk about Jeremiah a little bit and just fearing God, you know. Um, the fear of the Lord is very important. Jesus himself, he, um, he had the sevenfold spirit of God, but the number one thing that he desired was the fear of the Lord. That should say something to you. That should say something. If Jesus desired the fear of the Lord more than anything else, what makes you think that you shouldn't go after it? Or what makes you think that you think this God can be treated lightly? What makes you think that you should just brush off the conviction of the Holy Spirit? Don't brush that conviction off. That conviction is there to help you. It's not God storming in on your door and telling you to do this and telling you to do that. He's a gentleman. He gives you a free will. He will only do something if you permit it. He cannot go against your will. He is a God that is a gentle, loving, awesome God. 
But the same gentle, awesome, loving God is the one who wipes wipes people out. He's the same God that has put the earth and the and the and the moon and the stars in the sky and makes them shine so brightly and makes up all the components of the universe. This is that God. It's the God that when he spoke, the universe was created and it hasn't stopped. It's just still going. I mean, you look up at the Milky Way and you see the Milky Way. Um, I mean, all those stars just in that cluster like that, how far away that is. Like, that's not just an arm's distance away. It's not like, it's not like even more than that. It's, it's not like a hundred feet in the air. It's like so far out there. It's ridiculous. But I mean, it's just, it's incredible to me. God is so incredible. But you know, guys, honestly, I think we're going to wrap this episode up. (laughs) We talked a little bit about Jeremiah. We covered him. Basically, I wanted to get into the fear of the Lord and how important it is. Um, I don't know what the next episode is going to be on. It might be on the fear of the Lord. I don't know. But it's something that has been really strong in my heart recently. So we will see what happens. But um, something very important. If Jesus desired it more than anything else, it has to be important. But anyways, I'm going to let you guys go. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And I really, really look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Um, I have a blast making these. I know you guys know that. But, um, yeah. And I hope you have as much fun listening as I do making them. So, alright. We'll see you guys later. Have a wonderful night.